Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. Nikki, you just got back. I did, yeah. To town after two weeks, as I mentioned, the beautiful Rogers Campground. Uh, any reflections on the Porcupine Freedom Festival and the following uh, Fork Fest? Yeah, I had a wonderful time at both Pork and Fork Fest. I, I heard you led some yoga classes. Yep. Yeah, so I do yoga classes every day at 11, typically. Wow. at um, I do that at Pork Fest, and I also do that at the Light and Liberty Festival that Which we have. Which is coming up. Yep, out there at Rogers. It's August 7th through the 14th. Cool. So usually my, my time slot is the 11 a.m. yoga. That was really fun. I had great turnout. There was 30 plus people at every class, so it was really awesome. That's amazing. Uh, and then was, I, that, was that your biggest year for turnout? Yeah, um, you know, last year we had big crowds as well, mm. but I think this was a little bit more consistent. Mm. Last year it was kind of like some days we'd have like 10, some days we'd have 30, but this was pretty consistently like 25 to 30 people every cool. time. So that was awesome. Was it like beginner level stuff? Yeah, yeah, mm. I do beginner level. I try to read the room, so to right. speak, and see like who's who's there. And so I can conduct a class that's fun and helpful for everybody. The one day I was there, Bonnie and I were down, we were being interviewed for uh, the Free State documentary that cool. they're putting together, which looks great. Um, but anyway, we were all the way out at the end of the park, like all the way down where there's this gazebo and it's just a beautiful view of the mountains, the White Mountains in, in New Hampshire. And there's all these kids like running around, chasing each other around, like a mob of kids running around. And then there's maybe five or six people that were all the way down that field they were just like playing frisbee or something, completely naked. Yeah. And we were walking towards that direction. Bonnie's like, I don't want to go by them. I said, actually, I want to go by just to see what's going on down there. And it was just some guys playing frisbee. And that's all that was happening. I just I just don't understand why people are so upset it's about it. It's just a cultural thing. We're kind of ingrained to think that nudity is inherently sexual. You're not allowed yeah. to be naked unless you're showering or having sex. And those are like, or at the doctor's office, you know, like those are the only times you're allowed to be naked or else it's bad. Is that an American thing? I mean, because you certainly um, see yeah, a lot so, about like people being naked in the streets of Europe. That's sort of like this classic yeah, thing. Yeah, more that of a European there. thing. I think like. Nude beaches are a little bit more mm -hmm. European. I think, yeah, there's a lot of body shaming in the American culture, and I think that might be... It's it's kind of like leftover Puritan beliefs. Yeah, I think so. We're going to jump in here to this story from Gallup. The number is still way too high, in my opinion. At 38% of Americans consider themselves, quote-unquote, extremely proud unquote, to be American. Uh, but That's it's, probably what I would guess. Honestly, I would think it would be higher because it really? seems like more than 38% of Americans are Christian conservatives, and they all are extremely proud to be American. America. Yeah. Well, it there's also another category of Americans who are, quote, very proud, and there's 27% of Americans oh, okay. who are very proud. So, I, I mean, What's really the difference between very well, and extremely? And I think a lot of those, like, conservative people are now not proud to be American just because Biden. Biden. Uh, yeah. So, Yeah, and I, I don't know. They've got to break this down. Yeah, they do. They do break this down between Republicans and Democrats. But... It is still worth pointing out that the uh, 38% is a record low. Americans don't really value independence. If there was any doubt about that, all we have to do is look back at the last couple of years 
under the COVID empire, and we can see pretty clearly that most Americans are totally happy being told what to do. I think I, I, I just was going to say, I don't think a lot of people really understand that the 4th of July was a day we seceded. Mm. They yeah. probably don't really know that that's what independence means. And uh, that's I an thought about reminder. I thought about that today because I shared on my Instagram a Libertarian Party. So it's LP National mm-hmm. posted this. It says it's a tweet, but I shared a picture of it on my Instagram. This weekend, you'll be told Fourth of July celebrates the establishment of national government. In reality, it commemorates secession and promotes the idea that free people can alter, abolish, or withdraw from political arrangements at will. 1776 was the first hashtag national divorce. Mm. And my friend, who's very intelligent, not like a complete idiot, texted me and said, I'm not understanding that last part. Could you explain it to me like I'm five? The part about national divorce? Yeah. I think it just kind of is something that is so not associated with Fourth of July. People don't understand that we literally seceded that day. Obediently staying in your home made people weaker right like not only physically because they were sitting around getting fat you know on the couch rather than using that time to actually exercise or or whatever but also because they weren't around other human beings and so that makes their likely their immune systems weaker than normal especially very small children and nikki that i suspect is what you're going to tell us tonight yes yeah definitely Uh, So pandemic babies with no immunity are ending up in intensive care across Australia with respiratory illnesses. And I always like to watch what Australia is doing, especially in regards to the pandemic. Because they were one of the uh, the worst places. Yeah. So there's there's that. But they're also six months ahead of us Mm -hmm. because our seasons are reversed. Right. So they're having the, you know, winter. It's winter time. yeah. Yeah. So so if. It's it's kind of a nice reflection to see what's up for us as mm-hmm. far as, you know, regulations and things go. And I know Australia's are always been far worse because I think people in America at least won't put up with that level of tyranny as much or maybe the government isn't able to implement those things, but I know in Australia it was pretty bad and so that's why I'm also thinking that these children might have even worse immunity. So the Children's Hospital in Westmead, infectious diseases pediatrician Dr. Philip Britton said an analysis of ICU admissions across, uh, across, I'm assuming there's a word missing, but I'm assuming they mean across Australia, shows babies are testing positive for influenza and COVID at the same time. Hmm. Over the last month or so, we have seen four times the admissions to hospital for flu in children as for COVID. Wow. Dr. Britton told the Daily Telegraph. Four times is a lot. That's not some statistically insignificant number. That's huge. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Britton said 5% of the children presenting with co-infections were being admitted to the ICU, a statistic he described as very concerning. Mm-hmm. About half of the children had no pre-existing health conditions, with the elevated number of admissions putting pressure on the hospital system. Mm-hmm. Some of these pandemic babies are presenting with inflammation of the chest, brain, and heart caused by influenza, COVID, and RSV, which is also not normal mm-hmm. for them to have inflammation of the chest, brain, and heart. That sounds very dramatic. Yeah. yeah. Especially if it's sending them to the intensive care unit. Yikes. It's interesting so- that the guy even admitted that it's, you know, it's a bad thing that you know, it's um abnormal. Abnormal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He said something like that. I just called because I've been watching the news today 
and there's another doggone police shooting man, and it's just awful. There's another what? Police shooting? Another police shooting. Oh, God. What happened they this time? Guy, guy was 25 years old. He shot him like 60-something times. Oh, what? my gosh. Might be more than that. That's terrible. 25 was, years old, man. What was it over? Do you he know? Was, he was he was running. They pulled him over for... Uh, they shot him in the back? Oh, they shot him, period. But you said he was in running, the so they the so they shot him yeah. from behind? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, they shot him all... It was like... They said there's like 60 shell casings on the ground. Wow. Wow. I think I did see this uh, headline. What are the uh, What are they alleging in this case? Well, it was a traffic stop. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're saying that he fired a shot out his window as he was driving away. Yet when they found a gun, he had a gun, but it was on the, on the passenger seat. Well, not the passenger seat. It was in the car. And the, um, the clip was outside, was, wasn't in the gun. Wow. So 67 cases might be more shots they fired than that. They said one policeman that they knew of emptied his gun shooting at him and then loaded and started shooting again. What would be the point of that? Why? I mean, he's obviously stopped at that point that you've just emptied an entire gun. I wonder if the video is publicly available because I don't understand who would shoot one shot, unload the gun, Set it down and then run away. A handgun, a loaded magazine, and a wedding ring were found on the seat, and a casing consistent with the weapon was later found at the point where officers believed a shot came from the vehicle. This sounds like a setup. And Mm -hmm. you know what? They could have so easily shot off the gun one time and then put all the stuff. You know, it's. I don't believe any of that. I don't either. Uh, After an unsuccessful attempt to use stun devices, the foot chase continued to a parking lot, at which point a crescendo of bullets can be heard. Milet said he has watched the video dozens of times, and Walker's actions are hard to distinguish, but a still photo seems to show him, quote, going down to his waist area, unquote, and another appears to show him turning toward an officer. He said a third picture captures a forward motion of his arm. This sounds like... They have scant uh, video evidence. If what they're saying is they're relying on simple freeze frames of, and again, this is according if to... If you're running, your arm is going to kind of move around your waist area. Well, and especially if this, if what you just mentioned was the this, big evidence yeah. in their case, I mean, that's not very much at all. Hey, Daily Digestion listeners, this is Riley Blake. I enjoy Free Talk Live, and I know you do too, but finding time to listen to an entire episode isn't always easy, so I produce the Daily Digest. I appreciate those of you who have supported me on Patreon and sent Bitcoin to me to thank me for producing these digests. For those who wish to support me on Patreon, visit patreon.com slash crblake86. If you wish to send Bitcoin, visit patreon.com slash crblake86. For those details, that's patreon.com slash crblake86. Thank you. I think this ruling, recent ruling by the Supreme Court that police have no obligation to protect citizens will eventually go the way of Plessy versus Ferguson. It well, makes no more sense than that. Well, let me clarify something. That ruling that you're referring to, that police have no obligation to protect is not a recent ruling per se. It's a ruling that has been ruled again and again over decades. Mm. So that's that go that those cases go back many many years. I mean, the police it were just created to 
covenant between the citizen and the government there. Well, the thing is, there is no covenant, and that's the yeah. whole point of the ruling. The ruling basically says that police have no obligation to protect people, and so therefore, if there ever was a covenant, which is, of course, what people, you know, if you look at the definition of a citizen, a citizen is someone who owes a duty of allegiance in return for an obligation of protection. The idea of citizenship was a reciprocal agreement, and so what the Supreme Court is saying here is that if there ever was such a thing, it doesn't exist anymore because we have no obligation to protect you. So therefore, if there's no obligation to protect, how can there be any kind of duty on the so-called citizen side to obey? Yeah, but this is totally ridiculous and outrageous. I don't, know. I don't think the people of this nation will stand for it. Well, they have stood, for all these years. Yeah, they've stood for it for decades. I mean, what are they? What else are they going to do? Yeah, this is nothing new. A lot of people have very short memories. Yeah. They're oh, yeah. they're easily distracted. Did you say and... something? <laughs> Kidding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Go ahead. But yeah, and I and I think also not to get off topic, but I think um, things like TikTok are just feeding into that like ADHD yeah. mentality mm-hmm. where it's you know you have like fifteen second frames and then that's yep. it and. And I find a lot of younger people are more okay with that because maybe they grew up with more of that. Sure. But I find most people that are in their 40s and their 50s that I talk to, they're like, I just can't enjoy TikTok because there's no real resolution. It's just 15 seconds isn't enough, but it seems like the younger generations are starting to, like, almost like their brains are different from maybe whatever they're doing in public school or... You know, just being exposed to technology so young. Right. And having grown up with, as you point out, TikTok. And before that, remember, there was something called Vine, which was a oh, six second. Oh, I forgot second. about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's over, right? Like, it didn't work out for them. But for a long time, that was six a very seconds? popular. Yeah, I think it was Vine was six seconds. Oh, my was gosh. the maximum. Now, I don't think there is, you mentioned 15 seconds, but I don't think TikTok has... I think they go up to like a couple minutes or yeah, something. I, I, don't I feel really like know. I've seen it started off something like fifteen or thirty, and then they expanded it. But still, a lot of TikToks are just like fifteen seconds. Yeah. Out here in California, in San Francisco specifically, there's a, one of the most profitable of the Catholic churches uh, up near Cathedral Hill on Van Ness. Uh, the, the, when the uh, sex scandals got started. Uh, or started to be exposed here in San Francisco, uh, that church uh, was basically shut down. It was one of the most profitable, it was one of the most popular uh, of the Catholic churches, but they were going to shut it down uh, specifically to pay off the the financial costs of the uh, uh, you know of the sex scandals, mm-hmm. the uh, child abuse uh, cases, and it was just like a pure case of uh, of killing the goose that laid the golden egg. This was one of the the wealthiest uh, parishes uh, in San Francisco, and they were going to shut down the actual church just to uh, pay off the the uh, sex crimes. Was sec- were and, sex crimes going on in that church, or do you just mean throughout the world in the Catholic churches? Uh, and, well, there was a Monsignor. His, uh, if you look it up, Monsignor Greenlaw, and he was he's a whole case in his cell in it. In, in his own right, because he was the West Coast uh, representative for Opus Dei, and if you're familiar with Opus Dei, they are one. They're the whips and chains kind of, uh, uh, you know, the the worst example of the Catholic Church uh, 
uh, comes out in Opus Day. David brought up this idea of the so-called social contract and says he supports people continually fighting with one another uh, to try to make a better America or something like that. And David, uh, I think, Bonnie, you were pointing out to him that you never signed this so-called social contract. You've never even been presented with the contract that you could in any way review, correct? Correct. David, what were you well, saying uh, about I that? Don't, I don't appreciate you mischaracterizing what I said. Okay, uh, go ahead and correct if, me then. If, if it was a battle to get rid of a king, and then the next plateau we reached was to come up with a constitution that uh, the founding fathers agreed on, and that bound together 13 uh, states uh, so that they would be able to do commerce within each other uh, within the 13 states. And then I, I got to stop you right there. None of that was necessary. None of that was the only way that society would be able to go on. You're acting like we needed these oh, founding fathers to create the ability for um, markets in the United States to be able to trade with each other. Nobody ever needed the Constitution to do that. All you need is, I have this stuff, you have that stuff, let's trade, and the ability to travel. It doesn't make any sense. We never needed anyone's permission. We have the natural right to do anything that isn't wrong. Are you going to use violence against us? Are you going to support violence being used against your neighbors who are saying we are quitting this union? So what percentage of the New Hampshire population do you think would agree with you? For, for this example, let's say 100%, because that's not relevant. The, the, the question yeah, is, is if we did vote... Yeah, it is relevant. Okay, then 100%. It would take at least two-thirds to vote on a constitutional amendment to leave the United States and in New Hampshire. This is kind of a yes or no like question. What do you bet it's more than 2%? Okay, so you don't want to answer the question. He doesn't want to answer the question because it'll make him look like a a tyrant rapist. I mean, no different than a rapist, no different than a murderer, somebody who is willing to hurt someone because they don't want to do something that he wants them to do. In this case, it's agree to whatever his interpretation of the Constitution is. You think you're little rebels, but the fact of the matter is, is you don't even know what a social contract is. Yeah, you're right. I've never read it. And I asked you for an example of where I could find it, and you refused to provide it. You just go rambling. You don't even know what a contract is, obviously. Do you you know what the word contract actually means? Do you want to be cheated? That's what secession is. Because we'd be missing out on our birthright of the federal (laughs) effing government. Jerome, steal my thunder. I was going to inform you that was why Akron had their fireworks removed. The Mm. 4th of July was negated in Akron, Ohio because of the protests over the shooting. Okay. And uh, 60 bullet count? At least. That's damn near what they pulled out of Clyde Barrow when he was killed by the cops. I mean, we're talking Bonnie and Clyde warfare Mm. here. Wow. And this kid was running away. He was. He looked over his shoulder when they unleashed on him. I mean, if you're hit three times in one side, damn right you're going to spin around. Yeah. That that video is all foolishness. They kept him standing up for 30 seconds just with the impact of the bullets. He is wearing a balaclava, so, like, Hmm. that's pretty clear in the video. They didn't put that on his head, so what a strange set of circumstances the police allege that a shot was fired during the car chase 
there's scant evidence for this. There's apparently a gunshot that they say can be heard in the video uh, of the officers chasing him. They claim some sort of a flash is visible. It, it looks like something shown off the car, like in the like video that I saw, it looked something. like a, a reflection. It, I mean, it was on it's, it's, all the cars. It's from very far away. It's like one of the road cameras that they happen to have footage of this guy. So, like, that's weird. And then, like you said, Bonnie, why did this guy... And again, maybe he's he's obviously not acting like a sane person, so there's that. Mm. But why did he take a, a handgun that he has ostensibly already shot at the police with out the car window, unload the magazine from the gun, leave them on the front seat of the car, bail, and then bail out while it's still rolling? Out the passenger side. Out the passenger side. He's surrounded by cops on both sides of the car, so it's not like he had a, an advantage. Nikki, you are a yoga uh, trainer. Is that yeah, the right I, word? Yeah, I use yoga teacher. Mm-hmm, teacher, right? And you've been doing yoga for how many years? Um, probably like ten. Okay, that's a good that's a good amount of time. So Bonnie and I were a little new to it. We were kind of like beginner uh, level, maybe novice. We or started doing whatever. it r- uh, regularly in January of this year. So correct, beginners. Uh, so I guess we can all relate to this story to some extent. Uh, and this is coming from the monastery.org, the universal life church, uh, which is a, a great church. And they have a, a cool little newsletter that comes out. I think it's like once a week or once every other week. And that's where I saw this story. It's, it's a few weeks old at this point, but it's one of the ones I've been hanging on to you or for you, Nikki. It is uh, about the yoga Barbie, the new yoga Barbie that's apparently coming out. A bunch of Christian so-called influencers, at least one of them, is upset about it. And uh, here's the story. One of America's most beloved toys might just be a vessel for demonic possession. That is according to Christian influencer Yasmin Suri, spelled S-U-R-I, whose post about a Barbie doll on the shelves of her local Target is going viral. But it's not just any Barbie. This is the Breathe With Me Barbie. Christians are very against anything like tarot cards or anything like that. But the second you label it as angel cards... And they're like, oh, yes, the angel cards. We love angel cards. And it's really? like, that's a tarot card deck with angels on it. It's literally the same thing. But not it's, my mom. Just, it's just the branding. Oh, she wouldn't be down with angel cards? No. If it's not in the Bible, then it's bad. So is the idea that Christians are against meditation, that they're worried that someone's going to quiet their mind and that's when Satan is going to reach oh. in? Um, is I think, that the idea? I think that that's pretty close to it, but it's also just the fact that it came from another religion. Like, it oh. came from another religion, so it's obviously a way that that religion that was created by Satan... Um, It'll pull you in. ...uses you, or uses, or you know, it's a thing that that religion uses for Satan to control you. And maybe it is something like, mm. oh, if you quiet your mind, you're allowing... You're you're not thinking on. Okay, this is I'm what my mom would say. It. This is what my mom would say. She would say, "You're supposed to only meditate on God." And I know <laughs> that it doesn't make any sense, and I don't know what part of the Bible she'd re- be referencing or anything. But I've heard my mom say that term before. Mm. It says this isn't the first time the combination of kids and yoga have set off alarm bells. The state of Alabama actually banned yoga in what? the classroom. All the way back in 1993, wow. at the time, Christian conservatives who pushed the bill argued that yoga in the classroom was a gateway to Hinduism for children. <laughs> I mean, it it could be because they're going to find different values with the philosophies of yoga 
And they might be like, wow, this is way better than Christianity. Yeah, I agree. I just think it's funny that the word gateway was used <laughs> as if it's <laughs> like literally a drug. A drug. Or something. Yeah. Uh, and I, want- um, I just have to say, this lady, Yasmin Suri, she's obviously had plastic surgery, and there's nothing. She looks very fake. There's yeah. nothing specifically against that in the Bible, but. Um, I just think that sounds there seems isn't? less. I mean, wouldn't the whole destroying your, your body's temple? A temple? Yeah, that's that's, like, that's what I'm saying. Like that seems more against Christianity than uh, stretching and clearing your mind. Uh, so wasn't there just a Supreme Court decision that essentially said that you can have religious activities in government schools? Isn't that one of the big victories that the conservatives are rah rahing the Supreme Court for? I in haven't the last looked two much weeks? into it, but from what I've seen, it's there was this. Christ, or person, I don't know what religion, praying whenever they had a victory. It was a coach. It was a football thing, right? Uh, praying every time they had a victory or whatever. At, uh, right, and he got football, fired, didn't And he? he got in trouble, but then the Supreme Court ruled that he was la- actually allowed to do that. That's what turned me off of Christianity, is the exclusiveness of it. Like mm-hmm. they, They're very pushy. and I don't want to say all of them are pushy, but it's very much, this is the way, this is the right way, and there's no other beliefs that could possibly be correct in this like within the scope of christianity where there are other religions where they believe that different religious beliefs and different gods can coincide and can exist together and it doesn't completely dismantle their entire religion oh and i think that religions cannot have that yeah and i think that's much more tolerant and a a better practice and just a better belief set in my opinion and one thing i don't like about that in Christianity is that their beliefs aren't based on any principles. There aren't just principles that they're taught. There's you can do this, you can't do that. God likes this, God doesn't like that. There's no rhyme or reason to it. Why would God say that you can't be gay if it's consensual to both parties? It it seems self-apparent. Seems like God made gay people to me. I mean, It seems self-apparent to me that if you're not raping someone you should be allowed to have gay expression with another person who wants it and that does make sense too because if everything is an expression of god and if god makes no mistakes then yes didn't he make gay people you just heard highlights from the latest episode of free talk live you can download full episodes subscribe to our podcast listen live and more all for free at freetalklive.com